Okay, let me set the scene for you. It is a few minutes to six o'clock in the morning. I've just finished a night shift and uh, I haven't just done a gig. Uh, I, uh, I did do a gig a couple of days ago, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, I've, I've not been gigging a lot. I've not been uh, doing like the regular one a week, two a week. I've not, I've not been able to do that. And that's mainly because I kind of, I went through a little dip, I think. <laughs> not, a, not in a bad way, but in a just not being able to write anything new. And I really wanted to write new stuff. What I'd done is I'd booked in loads of gigs for The Crown, Comedy in the Crown, with the plan that I, I mean, I, you remember if you listened to the previous episode, that I was going to just try and do loads of new material at The Crown. But I just haven't been able to write anything and... I have ideas, but then I write them up, and I don't think that they're quite good enough, so I've not done them. Uh, so I've been emceeing the crown a little bit, and that's been a lot of fun. I did a, a couple of weeks ago, and what I would normally do is try and have like a big chunk of stuff to do at the start of the night, another chunk to do uh, at the second half, and then just play it by ear for the rest of it. And I've found that by doing that, it means that I'm I'm prepared, but also I put a lot of pressure on myself for the start of the night. And quite often, I just don't feel comfortable doing the very first opening section of the night. Um, so I just thought, sorry, I'm just going to go up there with a few ideas, but no pressure on myself. And it went really well. I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, and so that is the plan now, to just think... Yes, the first section is always quite tricky, but don't put the pressure on yourself. Just get up there and get the night started. Because always, always, when I'm doing the second link, after the first act has come off and I go back on, that one is always much more relaxed. So I just thought, sod it, I'm just going to try and be relaxed from the start. You know, it doesn't have to be really funny. The MC's job isn't to be the funniest person. They are literally there to keep the night moving along on an open mic night anyway so that's that's my new approach is to just take the pressure off myself because you shouldn't have a lot of pressure anyway uh, and that worked so um, the emceeing has been going really nicely um, but I haven't managed to write new material that I've been ready to do however I returned to the freedom fridge I should always know this is a good place to go and so I had this spot lined up for that. And uh, in fact, Andy, who runs it, had asked if anyone wanted to drop out. And so I emailed saying, uh, I'm going to come, but I can drop out if you if you need me to. And he's like, no, you do a set. So I went there and I did my old music seven years set. And it went really well. And it was really nice to get up there and just do it. I didn't feel any pressure on that either because it was something I knew, even though I hadn't done it for a month. Um, it just came flooding back, and it was really nice. And it was a really nice night, because there were some lovely acts on uh, as well. So that that's always good. It's always good when you see your favourites. So, uh, yeah, I've now looked at my uh, my notes for my new set. And, uh, well, not all new, but I've taken some of the old stuff, and I've got some new stuff to put in it. And so I'm going to just try and do that. I've got the next night at the Crown, and I'm going to try and just do some new stuff there, even if it's read from a book. 
that's fine because people do that. So I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to try and write it up a bit further, get it into a better shape, and then take it on the stage and see what happens. But yeah, it's good. I'm I'm really good. I'm really happy about it. Um, I think doing new material is always always tricky. I always find it difficult because not that you don't know whether it's going to work because obviously you don't know whether your words are going to be in the right order like like now. Uh, but you've got to say it once to kind of get it a bit clearer in your head or at least I do so that's that's what I'm going to try and do with this stuff uh, but yeah it's it's so hard it's so hard to kind of have all the time to do everything that you want to do uh, been having a bit of a struggle with work as well just boring bullshit um, I'm just not being very happy with my job, my day job, which kind of has a knock-on effect into the rest of your life. But getting back up on the stage at the Freedom Fridge and doing an old set that I know works and that did work was a really, really good thing to do for me and got me feeling a bit more positive about stuff. So uh, so I'm quite happy about that. <sighs> But anyway, like I say, it is it's now uh, just gone past six, so I'm going to put this away, and I might uh, I might talk more about this. I'm on another night shift tomorrow, so I might try and find a bit of time to uh, evaluate and tell you a bit more about the actual material that I'm going to do. But uh, for now, I'm just going to concentrate on driving home. I do sound quite awake, don't I, for six in the morning after doing a night shift, which is good because I've got to drive home. So I'll, I'll speak to you again in a bit. now because I recorded the uh, the first section when I was on a night shift and now I'm uh, it's like a week later or half I don't even know I don't know uh, all I do want to tell you about though is that I did write some new stuff I wrote some uh, new material that's nothing to do with sound that was just jokes I wanted to try and go back to basics a little bit with my stand-up and have like a, a solid five minutes of of stuff that's not predictable but kind of easy to relate to so I kind of when a, when an act goes on stage you kind of make uh, a judgment about what they are before they've even opened their mouth just kind of with them walking up there and 
I kind of feel that there's nothing stand out or obvious about me. I mean, I'm pretty generic in terms of stand-ups, I guess. I'm not, I'm not seven foot tall or three foot or ginger or fat. I mean, not fat really, but, uh, or really skinny. I, you know, there's no, I don't wear glasses. I'm not bald. I'm not black. I'm not a woman. I don't know, you know, there's not, there's nothing, and I, I shouldn't have said that, but you know what I mean, there's, there are less women, there are, there just are less women, okay, no, anyway, um, no, there's nothing kind of obvious to talk about, so I kind of decided that I'd write some stuff about my name, because it's a pretty boring, dull name, Lee, so I, I wrote some stuff about that, uh, and and I did some of it at the, at the latest gig at the Comedy in the Crown. I wasn't actually sure I was going to. I wasn't even sure I was going to do a spot because I, I just, I'd written the stuff that day. So I didn't really know. I mean, I know, the thing, it's weird now, actually. Having said that I don't know it, it's, it's weird. Having done stand-up for two years, I, uh, when I write stuff now, it tends to stick with me a lot easier. Um, maybe it's because I'm not scripting everything out that uh, that it, it's easier to remember it a little bit. I don't know. Uh, so, just like a key word will remind me what I was going to say. So, yeah. So anyway, at the, at the gig, uh, I wasn't that confident in the material. I didn't think it was that good. So, I wasn't sure I was going to go up. But I looked around the crowd and realised that hardly anyone there had seen any of my my latest stuff. Well, I'll say latest stuff, but my music set, my current set, I guess. So I thought, well, I can do that. Uh, so what I did was I went up there and uh, I took my notebook with me, which just had like headings of, of the new material and then all of the new material written out on the next few pages. Uh, I've just said I don't script it, but, you know, I kind of jot down my thoughts and how it's going to work. That doesn't mean I'm learning it verbatim. Uh, but yeah, I went up there with this notebook. And I, I enjoyed the experience of doing it. It wasn't like torture like normally it is doing new material. I actually had a bit of fun by saying, oh, I've got new jokes, uh, but they're rubbish. Uh, let, me, let me just play a bit from the gig because it went really well. all sit down again. That was just a little sound check that I wanted to do, make sure it's working. Um, I've, um, I've got brand new jokes here, which I'm not going to do, obviously. Um, gosh, you've left the stage in a right tip, Verity. Right, um... So I took it as a really good sign that they burnt my porridge as well. <laughs> I didn't even order porridge. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Contactless things in there, they've loads of them, yeah? You know the contact with the cars? Mm -hmm. You've got, you've got, you've got contactless? No? Do, do people have contact? It's yeah, not just yes. me. Yes. yes. They, they, they're really good at these contactless things because you don't even have to take the thing out of your wallet, you don't have to remember the number. They're fantastic, they're great for lazy people like me. My wife actually told me I was lazy the other day. Pissed off with that. Couldn't be bothered arguing with her then. <laughs> out of interest, is there anyone here who has been called lazy before? Just a show of hands, anyone's been shown? Yeah? Well, you're not lazy, because if you were, you wouldn't have bothered to raise your hands, would you? <laughs> now, I realise that those two jokes are essentially the same joke. Maybe my wife has a point. <laughs> But yeah, the, um, the contactless things, right? They're really good. I'm, I was in there in Now, I, I said before that that it went really well. The material wasn't great. There were some good bits in there. Like, I got this new new bit about a contactless card, paying by a contactless card, which um, I think has got potential. I'm quite happy about that. I mean, I don't know what else to do with it at the moment, but the bit that I, I tried worked okay. Uh but yeah, it, it, the material didn't go down very well, but it went down well enough that the whole performance was fun, and uh, and the audience enjoyed it as well. So so that was really nice. I really enjoyed doing that gig. Uh, the, the week before, or like five days before, I'd done the Freedom Fridge, and I just did the same old set. I, I can't remember if I've told you about this or not, so I'll just quickly say what I did there. Um, yeah, I did my uh, uh, music set, and it did give me a bit of a boost because it went quite well. Uh, I, I mean, I got to the point with that set where I just know it. I don't even have to look at the, the screen before I go on or practice the first line in my head or anything i just know how to do it now so i've got to keep doing it every now and then to keep remembering it but generally speaking it's uh, it's locked in there i think so that's quite nice having that solid like five six minutes that i know i can just do i can pull out wherever in fact what i would really like to do with that set is try and do it at a gong show would I like to do it? I don't know. I've had bad experience with the one gong show I've done and uh, the audience can turn on you in a second. So I don't know if I really want to do it, but I, I'd like to test that set in that environment and see if it's as strong as, as it is in a normal gig. The answer obviously is no, but it, it, I think if I got the chance to do that, I wouldn't turn it down, but I'm not seeking it, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, yeah, so good. I mean, I, I'm feeling quite confident about it uh my new new ideas uh i did get a little bit of feedback from one of the comedians who is a professional comedian and he said that um the music stuff was really strong because he's seen that before but it was really strong i could actually hear him laughing which is amazing that a comedian who's seen your set before is still laughing at this that means it is quite good doesn't it uh but he, he wasn't that convinced about the self-deprecating stuff at the start which is what i used to do and it's very different to the, the music stuff that I do now. So, I mean, it's kind of find the way that it all fits together and, and that your kind of persona works on stage. Because at the moment I've got two different types of persona that don't quite work, but I can kind of get away with it. 
but I'm continuing to love doing this, even though sometimes it is is really hard. It is a roller coaster of a of a thing to do, of a hobby, but <laughs> I really love it. Um, before I go, I should just give a quick shout out to Verity. Verity Lewis, who uh, was a stand-in MC, our guest MC. Uh, Phil had gone off to America for work and wasn't sure he was going to be able to make the, the last Comedy in the Crown gig. So we asked Verity, who's got a little bit of experience in this area, to come and do it. She's not a comedian, by any stretch, in her own words. In fact, that's what the first thing she said when she went up and started MCing. And it was really nice to have a, a guest MC. Phil actually did come in the end, and he was exhausted because he'd been awake for like three weeks or something. And, uh, and my wife came out as well, who's very good friends with Verity. And so it was a fun night made loads of mistakes but not as many as I did on my first time so uh, so there you go but well done Verity and thank you so much for doing it uh, I think that, that's it I think that's um, that's probably it for now I'll catch up with you again soon <laughs>